Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. As the Coterie rushed the sheriff to the hospital, Evangeline lost control and strangled Doris, who managed to leap out of the trunk and narrowly escape a member of the pyramid, only to have her own beast force Barty to repair his door. At the hospital, Everett ordered his deputies to band together for their looming operation in Calgary. But how will they prepare now that Barty has declared that Val must be put on trial? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. All four of you are facing down Barty Chiroptera, the day sheriff, and six day officers, all of whom are carrying shotguns aimed towards you, stating that the trial of Val Miller is about to begin. Barty quickly adds, and before you do anything fucking stupid, I want to be clear. Everybody brought in their fucking jewelry and whatever, and we melted it down. So all of these shotguns have silver fucking rounds in them. So Val, no fucking people up. And Doris, the moment you take over one person's brain, we start fucking blasting. There's going to be a trial. And I want to be clear. He looks very flustered. Even for Bart, this is more flustered than normal Bart. He's like, I don't want to fucking do this. But the rules say that if somebody attacks the sheriff according to Camarilla law, we have to execute them. Which I don't think you want to fucking do, which is why that asshole in a box isn't here. But we gotta try to have some kind of law and order, so we're gonna fucking Calvin Ball this bullshit. So I'm gonna be the judge. Uh, Val, you gotta go to prison. Uh, We gotta do this tonight, because apparently you have to fucking go somewhere important. We need a prosecutor. Doris, you're going to be the prosecutor because you seem the most pissed off and also you made the most sense yesterday. Other than that door thing, which I don't fucking care for, I still can't get in there. And he points to the door of his office that's nailed in place. And then I think for defense, Evangeline, and then Sheriff, they told us from the hospital that you can't fucking do anything. So either you can help me figure out how this fucking trial works or if you don't want to heal up or whatever for your fucking meeting, then you can join either the prosecution or the defense, whatever you fucking want to do. Bart, uh, Bart, this really can't wait, huh? I got fucking mind controlled and you all tried to kill each other. You're going to go try to meet the fucking mafia looking like you got holes in your body. This shit is fucked. How are we supposed to wait? You got got mind controlled? Yeah, fucking Doris made me nail this door thing together with my hook. My whole fucking body hurts. Uh, That's news to Everett. (laughs) (laughs) And he looks at the door, uh, which I'm assuming is a nightmare of nails and wood. Yeah, Yeah. great. And looks over at Doris and says, what? What happened? Well, sir, um, uh, sort of what happened to you and Val from time to time happened to me. Mine just uh, comes out in a little more um, uh, subtle way. Is that that goddamn beast thing? Yes, sir. Oh. But I would like to add 
that no one got hurt and a door got fixed, sort of. <laughs> so, um, if I may, Barty, I feel like having me as a prosecutor, as much fun as that sounds, it, it might be a bit of a um, conflict of interest considering if I um, am successful at prosecuting Val, we don't have Val anymore and she's kind of the only one who can... Um, What's the term? Um, kick ass. Yeah, well, she almost put the sheriff in a fucking coffin, but in the bad way. But I do believe that the sheriff asked for it. See, I'm not going to be a good prosecutor. See, I'm already on the side of the defense. We need Val Barty. All right, well then, Evangeline, you got to be the prosecutor. Fucking Doris, your defense. How can I be a prosecutor for something I actively let happen? Yes, I'm pretty sure I, the sheriff wanted right. this to happen. Bart. God damn it. I was afraid this was going to happen. <sighs> Go get the door. <laughs> Troy with his shotgun and shaking hands. Okay. Troy, yeah. you don't have to do this, Troy. No, I do. He's my boss. Troy. I could get fired. You went fucking crazy. You made him nail shit to a door. She fucking tried to murder everybody. I hid in that fucking room for a whole night. Officer Barbara, you can't just in this moment. Can't really be talking to anyone in case it gets misconstrued as you trying to control their mind and then we all get blown away with silvered shotguns. I wouldn't do that. I like being undead. Right, good. Well then, just careful how you talk between now and when this is over, because it's going to be one thing if you try to convince someone of something and another if you, you know, forcibly make them do something they don't want to do and... Nervous Barty over here. Looks yeah, no like fucking around. He might not necessarily know the difference right now. Barty. What? He's not even making eye contact. He's just looking at the floor. <laughs> I promise to keep my fingers out of your brain for the duration of whatever this thing is. Okay, I'm hoping that's going to be a fucking metaphor, but good, I'll take it. Uh, still, Troy, you got to get the door. Uh, and Troy goes over to the door and opens it. And he just leans around the corner and waves a hand towards himself awkwardly. And you just see a UPS truck back up. And they haul a box out of it. And it opens up. And, Alabaster came, Camarilla Loya. What is going on? Okay, we're having a fucking trial. And I need you to be the prosecution. All right, this should be pretty easy. Camarilla Loya is my specialty. Okay, so Val attacked the sheriff and tried to kill him. Uh... Okay, you put her to death. No, that's we're doing a fucking trial. Uh, and it just becomes an argument between the two of them <laughs> for a solid five minutes that no one else has to partake in. You're all just held <laughs> at shotgun point until Alabaster is like, oh, fine, we'll do the trial. Okay, so you guys are all fucking defense. Everett, you can be fucking helping plan the, the judge shit. This was supposed to be fucking easy. Why couldn't she have just been the goddamn prosecutor? Everett, you can help me figure out the rules for the trial if you don't want to fucking move around. Otherwise, you can help me defense. Uh, all right. Uh, in the interest of getting this fucking show on the road and over with, we have real police work to do. Is this going to take all night? I don't know. All right, well, let's just get started then. Pull me wherever you want me. I don't care. We need to get this over and done with so we can get on with the night. Okay, then you and me go over here. Uh, Val, you go to jail. Uh, you guys got to figure out your defense. And Alabaster Kane, you could use my office. Uh, and then he's going to quickly hurry away. And you all see Alabaster Kane try a door that won't open. <laughs> Val, you are marched out at shotgun point and put into the middle cell. 
of the jail area solo. Yeah. And Troy is there. He's like, so sorry about this, but you're terrifying. Uh, and we traded out the doors, so they're fully silver now, so all your little handholds won't work. Uh, uh, criminal. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's terrified and can't figure out uh, whether you're you're good or bad. Uh, so you've been put in a cell. Yep. Everett, you are brought into the interrogation room. Uh, Doris and Evangeline, you are in the middle room uh, where a very frustrated Alabaster Kane uh, has just gone back to sit in the chair inside the box because it has not been returned and he can't get into Barty's office. <laughs> we need to discuss the defense and we need to decide the rules of the trial. I figured that conversation might help the general defense idea, so we will start in the room. Okay. Barty's like, okay, so we got to do a trial. So I'm thinking, uh, so prosecution goes first, because that's fair. Sure. Then like, defense. Lay out the accusations. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. Then we take the proof, and then the defense, and then I make a ruling. Unless there's anything you think should be added. I, I've never been to court. That all sounds fine, Marty. Uh, have you thought about, you know, tomorrow night or the night after that or the night after that? I don't understand the question. You're arresting fellow officers. You're pot potentially executing one of our finest deputies. I realized that, you know, last night she really cleaned my clock, but... I mean, maybe this is meant for the trial, but I volunteered for that. I asked for it. Yeah. You're saying she was totally normal outside, and you went up and were like, take me downstairs and beat me to death? No, it was one of them beast things. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm learning about, you know, the, the beast or whatever. You know, the beast? What? The beast. <laughs> I don't know what else to call the... the oh, God. The, is there like a monster that possesses people? Is this a demon? Yeah, kind of. Wait, uh, what? There's a demon? I mean, maybe. I don't. I don't. Oh fully God, know it. But I'm, <laughs> we have to bring in the priest. I'm learning. Uh, 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 part of being a, a vampire is these uh, these terrible urges that you just can't deny. Well, then, like, why aren't why aren't the rest of the vampires doing this all the time? I don't know. I think part of it is that New Haven has this great, you know, blood supply kind of thing going on for regular people to live out their day-to-day -day lives or, or for vampires to live out their night-to-night -night lives. But, well, you know, we have a bit more of a dangerous line of work here, and sometimes there's these flare-ups. But, like, why do they happen around the office? If you want to know why we're fucking scared, it's, it's not like you were out there doing a mission or something. You were literally in here doing, like, a briefing. Then you went fucking crazy and everybody tried to kill each other. That's a great question, Bart. I mean, gun to my head, I'd have to say there's probably some internal conflict here that needs to be resolved, but I don't think executing someone's going to resolve it. Listen, I'm having the trial so we don't do that. You guys have been operating under Camarilla Law. Camarilla Law says I should have had everybody make the silver bullets. We kick in Val's apartment door, we shoot her while she's asleep, and then she's dead. I'm breaking the law right now. This is insane. Right. Look, I'm just going to put cards on the table here of like, if you did that as the sheriff, I would have killed you. Because I can't have my officers killing each other. Well, then what the f 
what the fuck are we doing? What are the laws here? Hey, you're the one with the silver shotguns, man. I mean, what are we doing here? I'm trying to uphold Camarilla law, but save you from killing me. What's the ideal outcome for you? Oh, the ideal outcome would be time transport back to a day ago and then Val not going fucking crazy and trying to kill you. Okay, so if you've got any kind of way to do that, that sounds great, but I don't think you do. All right, so then what the fuck? Here's the deal. You want to know an ideal scenario? You fucking win this goddamn case and she's fine. And she's fine. I, that's the thing is, I don't know if she's fine. I think that therapy thing that you signed me up for is what she needs, except she's the goddamn therapist. Okay. Yeah, well, listen, I agree. That's going to be a problem if she gets found innocent. I'm bending the fucking rules for you. All right, I appreciate that then. Let's get this over with. So what? Sheriff, as someone who often gets mind controlled and forced to say the truth and who is a bad liar, what rules should this trial have? <sighs> Can you roll me a wizard awareness? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's only been mind controlled once. But he has we never know successfully <laughs> kept a secret. Ever. Uh -huh. yeah. Where's my sheet go? Here we go. Wits and awareness? Yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, and awareness. Where'd you go? There's three of those. I think I've got two hunger currently. Uh, you would be back to one because okay. you've been pumped full of blood. Okay, thank you. Jeez. Okay. Uh, three successes. Three successes. You realize at this point that Barty seems like he's set you up for a nightmare, but with Alabaster Kane in this room, if you have an actual trial, it resolves this issue where if it comes up later, it goes away. And he's letting you pick the rules of the court so you can skew this in your own favor as cleverly as possible. I, yes, I was as a player picking up, like this is our opportunity to get like on the record that like this is fine, but I don't know how to get from point A to point B. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So what I am going to do yeah. is cut away to give you a little bit of time yeah. to think. And if we come back, we can also do like an Intel, like we can do another cool. role to come up with additional ideas. But I'll give you a minute now that you're Thank like, you. oh, how do I design a rigged court? Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll let you have a, a moment to, to teleport that. But we will cut outside to Doris and Evangeline. You now know you have to plan a legal defense on about an hour's notice for why Val is not guilty of trying to kill the sheriff. Hello, Gov. It's your boy, Ridley, and I'm here to talk to you about maybe a way you should be contributing to this little organization. Everyone knows, as you look around, there's a lot of bear boys. And, you know, to be a bear boy, you got to be a bear, and you got to be, well, not exactly a boy, but you got... The important thing is, you got to pay your fucking dues, is what you got to do. And right now, I just know from looking at the numbers, there are a lot more fucking people out there than there are inside my fucking gang. And what I'm saying is, if you want to join up and get access to me and all the cool fucking toys and other fucking treats I've got for all you little bear boys and girls and theys and thems and fucking alls out there, go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. You do that. You're on the inside. Come talk to me on a patron exclusive Discord. Why don't you throw some names into the show? Why don't you build an NPC to join my fucking gang? I'm just saying, if you sign up, you won't regret it. And if you don't sign up, maybe you fucking will. 
I think it's nice that they gave us notice. One time I was tried for witchcraft and tied to a stake and I didn't get to say anything about it. Did you didn't get to say anything? Did they no. like cover your mouth or something? Yes. Oh, they that's horrible. That that Wait, what? Best. Did you get burned? No. Oh, I was saved at the last minute. Maybe another story for another time. Yeah, that's f- fat fascinating. Yes, it was very exciting. Um, oh my goodness. Um, I suppose we can't just probably say the whole um, uh, violence does not beget more violence. It's probably not very legal. I. I he did ask for it. He did ask, and and the, I'm just thinking like. You know, like, Everett had to, like, break the chair. You know, there was, like, that whole thing to, like, get rid of mm-hmm. whatever the beast was, like, making him do. And and Val just had to, what? She just had to, like, hurt someone really bad. And therein lies the crux of the issue, I think, to be technical about it. They want to make sure that this isn't going to happen again. But that's the thing. It's like Val just had to hurt someone. She didn't have to kill someone. She wasn't going to kill Everett, right? Like she just, she just had to hurt him. They don't know that. And perhaps that's not the whole story. Have we actually asked her? No, but it, I mean. You guys can go talk to her if you want, says Troy. There's a right of counsel and vampire. Okay, I. Yeah, let's let's talk let's talk to Val. I I don't I don't know. Right. I could also just tell them that I'm working on something to uh help stop the beast when it comes up, which isn't technically untrue. I don't know how to do it, but I'm working on it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess is this like is this trial proving what Val did or like what Val could do again or I think it's probably both. Technically, it's what she did, but I think they're very worried about her in the future. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. Let's let's talk to Val. We we got it. We got to know what what she intended to do. Right. So, Troy opens the door. The officers who are in there supervising Val with shotguns through the cage because they do not trust Val to not be able to punch through a side wall. They're aware of what she's capable of. Uh, they also shuffle out, and the two of you are left outside the central jail cell of the three with Val inside it. Val is just sitting there, just like staring at nothing. Val is also kind of, she's been in this position before with Sheriff Cross where she has pissed off Sheriff Cross and has been like, is he going to just kill me? I don't know. Mm. And and especially when she first like got Will, that like mm. not legal, not a legal thing to do <laughs> under the Camarilla. She's multiple times been like, this might be where I just get put down by the Camarilla. So she's just kind of just sitting there like, I have no control over this. I could try to break out, piss off these people more. Whatever. She's just sad and sitting there. That's what you see. Hey, hey, Val. Hey, what? Um, So Doris and I are trying to, like, come up with um, a defense for you. Um, and... I, I think we got to know, like, I think we got to talk about, like, what your state of mind was, like, what you intended to do versus what you did, because, like, intent matters, right, in this stuff? Yes, it does. Yeah, okay, good. Motive. Yeah, mo- motive, that's the word, motive. Yeah, fucking, 
I wasn't in control of myself is a whole fucking issue. Yes, we're very aware of that, Val. We were just wondering, uh, were you trying to kill him? Was that the end goal? Well, <laughs> Val is like trying to think <laughs> back of like, Can huh? you? I was going to say, can you roll <laughs> yeah. me? I would say composure. Okay. And, oh man. Composure and insight okay. as a sign of like your ability to have like held on to some part of the like yeah. clearer memories. It's not like you're going to remember nothing because everybody remembers it. But whether you could put together like your exact state of mind mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of a red hazed version of the violence. Yeah, because there was so much going on there. And even like hmm. seeing Sheriff Cross mm-hmm. and Everett and there was yep. just a lot of weirdness. And you can rouse for this check if you want to. I think I will. Let's see. Hopefully it doesn't hurt me. Of course I rolled a one. <laughs> uh, I'm hungry now. <laughs> great, great. Uh, this, is, this is great. Right? Oh. oh, and then yeah, roll this, and then I'll get a separate wits and awareness from you. Oh, that's two successes. Okay, uh, you have an idea of your intents from that time. Uh, it's it's not a hundred percent. It's not like you have full clarity over it, but yeah. you can remember if it was specifically targeting Everett or not. The thing that I would say from, we'll say the second success Mm -hmm. of the two, uh, you wanted to hurt people more than kill them. Mm -hmm. And your intent did shift from Everett to Evangeline. to It was like whoever was in front of you was the target, as opposed to specifically being like, I'm going to fuck the sheriff up. Yeah, yeah. No, I just just needed to fucking hurt something. Didn't matter what the fuck it was. Glad I didn't hurt that fucking dog. Or my cats. I didn't see your fucking cats. <laughs> Good. So you wanted, you just wanted to hurt some, something, anything? Yeah. Well, whatever was coming at me, whatever was living. Okay. See, that's a problem. Yes. Perhaps we shouldn't say that <laughs> yeah. in front of the judge. Um, uh, Val, can you roll me a quick wits and awareness? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm in so the danger zone forever now. <laughs> I can do math. Uh, no, uh, no hunger dice for this one. Oh, no, right. no hunger because you wouldn't. There's no way I think a, a check this low stakes should involve mm. hunger. Oh, oh. Right, I see. Mm. I thought <laughs> every roll involved hunger. Usually, usually they do, but this, this is me rolling okay. whether or not I should give a hint as uh, opposed to something requested Just by game. Just one success. One success. That's enough for this because you're you're in the vibe. Uh, because you are in the station and you have access to blood, you would know how hungry you are and you could request more blood as a top up because you're here. Okay. So okay. if you know it's important not to frenzy. You, might, you probably can't do that during the trial, but right now while you're in here, it's not like, oh, I'm rousing to try to use a memory. I've burned up blood. Now I'm going to go fucking nuts later. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're like next to the fridge while you know oh, you're getting that's hangry. that's nice. That's nice. <sighs> while you're fucking thinking about this, can you go get me more blood? Because I'm, I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> See, that's probably another thing that you shouldn't tell the judge. I'm doing my best right now. Right. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, uh, Evangeline is just like was about to like leave to get the blood and was like shouldn't leave Doris and Evan er, and it's Val right. alone right now. It's <laughs> so, all right. Do, do, Doris, can you can you grab some blood? Sure. Doris goes for blood, <laughs> and and we cut back to the interrogation room where Everett Fry has been instantaneously coming up with great ideas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I've got so far is not uh, subtle. <laughs> but uh, 
Uh, all right, Bart. Uh, here's what I got so far. Uh, trial should probably go something like this, where prosecution goes first, kind of, you know, makes the argument that the, for the whole reason we're having the trial makes the argument that while wow, this trial is happening. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we break uh, and then uh, defense will go and address those accusations uh, and then judgment will be passed. Now, because the sheriff is normally like judge, jury, executioner for Camarilla Law here, uh, I believe that the judge and the sheriff should deliberate and come to a consensus. All right, so you should have a say. That makes sense to me. And you just see a wave of relief already <laughs> passing over Barney. He's like, <laughs> so the charge is going to be trying to kill the sheriff. Is there anything the court should take into consideration? Uh, my in testimony, defense? I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're good. You're going to testify. We'll let the defense know. Uh, and then whatever else comes up. And then that's. That's fine. So so the only thing we need to take into consideration is whether or not she attacked you. Uh, I asked for it, but yeah, she did. Okay. Uh, can you roll me? And, and I want, oh, I want to make a suggestion. <laughs> you are not in this room. So, no, no. Uh, can you roll me an intelligence and investigation? Yes. Because this Oops. is based off of your previous experience as a police officer who has had to testify uh, in trials. Yes. So it's can you put together things from that to apply to this? <laughs> oh. oh, no. Two successes. <laughs> okay, two successes. So I will give you two things that you can factor into this. Okay. One that is never considered in Camarilla law, but is a factor in a number of charges being important or less important in regular mortal courts is intent. Mm -hmm. Was she trying to kill you? Was she not? Intent. Okay. That yeah. starts to matter. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that probably wouldn't matter in, in mortal law, but might in Camarilla law that I think you could get to is value to the community on an ongoing basis versus crime. I see. Okay. Because technically right now as written, vampire attacks sheriff kill vampire that's camarilla rules right but you're creating a new court where you can theoretically add new considerations okay. to the judge uh yeah that's all i can give you i have a third okay. thing i really want to give you but i can't because you didn't <laughs> roll enough success <laughs> out of like eight dice two, two successes i tried to Fucking help brutal I oh no I, I please i i appreciate it uh okay so it's just whether or not she attacked you uh well, no, there's there's more nuance to it. You know, it's... Uh, oh, good. Did she? Because <laughs> you already said she did it. It would have been real bad. Uh, uh, did she intend to? You know, was she fully in control? Okay, intent. That makes sense. And, you know, she's a deputy to the sheriff, and we're a small department. There needs to be consideration taken there for, you know, we just start executing members of the department. You don't have a department. You don't have a city anymore. Okay, so... Intent, the value to the community. Yeah. And and a secret third thing. <laughs> neither one of us knows about. And did she do it? Those are the three. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Uh all right, so we know how the trial works. Uh if you want to go tell the various lawyers the rules, that'd be good. 
All right. And I'll go back out. Um, Evangeline is still with uh, Val. Doris is moving. So we'll say that this has all occurred yeah. at roughly the same time. Evangeline is in with Val. Doris is moving into the evidence locker to get more blood. Normally, we'd go to the fridge in Barty's office. Yeah, you can't yeah. get in there currently. Yeah. Alabaster Kane is sitting looking bored inside his box at the edge of the room. Uh, right. The officers are standing around. They seem more embarrassed than anything else, but they are all ready to open fire if they have to. Because, again, these are ghouls who have been living under Camarilla law for six months in this city and trained beforehand in Camarilla law. They're aware that this is a weird bordering on treason move to make. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Kane, uh, if you want to join us over here, uh, Officer Barber, if you wouldn't wouldn't mind uh, collecting Officer Clark, you're you're both representing the defense. Is that right? We are. Right. So I'll need all the uh, lawyers present. We're going to talk about the rules of the trial. Lovely. Thank you very much. And Great. she's uh, bringing a little thing of blood, like a cup. I'd like to think that there's a straw in it. <laughs> oh, I, I 100% <laughs> a believe straw, like that a twisty straw. Not only do you get what are normally like the high C, like juice packs, you empty it into a cup with a twirly straw yes. to bring over. Because there is no world where Troy does not have twizzly straws. <laughs> <around in the office. laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so you bring that in. That gets dropped off with Val uh, and you're both brought out. Val, do you have any thoughts on cup or straw? Val just looks at it and just takes the straw out and flicks it over his shoulder and then drinks <laughs> it out of the cup. Just no words. I thought the straw was nice. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, let Doris, let's go. And you go outside and meet Ever. Ever, can you roll me a wits and awareness? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> These are my strongest rolls, <laughs> but they're the ones you have the least faith in. Yeah. I know we're gonna get some. <laughs> that's sort of yeah. That's the problem. You need to have so more faith. Funny. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh God. Two successes. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Two successes. Uh, yep. You're gonna you're gonna tell them the rules. <laughs> yep. uh, I tried. I tried, buddy. I tried. Okay. Uh, they, they, the lawyers all report to you. All right, everyone. Uh, we've got a uh, an outline for how this trial is gonna work. Uh, basically, a uh, prosecution will. Go first, uh, uh, discuss the charges and justification for them. Excellent. And then the judge will make a decision, correct? Uh, no, then the defense will uh, address those accusations. What? Uh, there will be an opportunity to uh, speak to uh, myself as I was in directly involved. And you may also speak with the accused. <clears throat> uh, afterwards, uh, as the sheriff uh, is normally judge, jury, and executioner in most cases of Camarilla Law, uh, the judge and the sheriff will deliberate and come to a consensus, however much time that may require, uh, at which point the judge will deliver the verdict. Can you roll me a wits and awareness? No, no, no. <laughs> not, no, you're fucked up. No, I'm not helping anymore. Uh, can you roll me a manipulation? Actually, no, this would be charisma. A charisma and leadership. Nice. Yep. Okay. Oh, God. One success. Oh. Uh, <sighs> Alabaster Kane has no response. Alabaster okay. Kane is fine with these rules. Okay. Huh. On three dice, that's a way better ratio. <laughs> yeah. One success. Yeah. 
Um, all right, any any questions or anything? I, Not at this time. I mean, are there any, like, parameters? Like, I, I mean, how... So we're just going to be told, like, these are the charges and then defend... <sighs> yeah, this is a, a pretty rushed-together trial that we found out were, was happening ten minutes ago, so... There shouldn't even be a trial. She should just be executed. I mean, the question is, did she attack the sheriff? Right. She did. Look at the holes. Well, we have countless witnesses, so I don't know why we're moving forward at all. We know she's guilty. We're doing things a little differently here. Uh... There is intent to take into consideration and right. value to the community. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. All right. That is good to know. And everyone takes out legal pads and makes notes. Yeah. Yeah. In the background. <laughs> yeah. the pen scratching sounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, it's, and it's all in world. This is the best sound design we've ever done. Uh, Doris is pretending to like objection <laughs> objection <laughs> Alabaster Kane is, is going off to prepare he takes this pretty stoically he's prepped uh, is there anything you want to say to your officer separately from Alabaster Kane yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you go to the evidence locker. Sure, that seems sure. reasonable. Uh, look, I've talked with Mr. Kane before. He's pretty cut and dry, pretty ruthless when it comes to the law. Very black and white. Yeah. Um, I don't doubt that he's incredibly capable. I assume to be a lawyer of Camarilla law, you've got to probably place a good amount of faith in that system. So he's going to fight pretty hard. So let me get this. I just want to make sure I understand. He's a prosecution? Yeah. You're, you're, are you the judge? Partially, yeah. So is he. And you're, the, oh, he's also a judge? Uh, Wait, no, Bart, I thought he. What? Bart no. is also a oh, judge. Bart's so, the here's judge. The I was shaking my head no, just Everett. <laughs> Which was not helpful <laughs> yeah, in this way. Right. Uh, Everett, just so it's clear for you, Barty is the judge. Right. You get to have a say in the determination. So you're kind of partially judge. Yeah. Alabaster Kane has no say in decision. Yes, yeah. According to the current mm, standard. Yeah. I've never been a lawyer before. Have you? No, I mean, I'm... No. I, I feel like we're starting at a significant disadvantage, sir. Well, look, I've kind of baked in a little bit of insurance and in that I'm pretty sure I can convince Bart to... Right. To, like, deliver a verdict of whatever I want. However, the better case you two put on, the less bad it's going to make me look if I have to make Barty choose what, in Mr. Kane's eyes, would be obviously the wrong choice. I understand. It's important for this office's ongoing reputation with the Camarilla at large that this appears to be a legitimate conclusion to come to and not so much me coercing a subordinate who is temporarily a judge of a case on another one of my subordinates. It's just, it basically just comes down to looking like I've decided that this is fine. We don't want that. Right. Your defense will help to make it look like the natural conclusion to come to. Okay. You understand? And yeah, and we get to ask you questions? You may, yeah. And we get to ask Val questions. That's correct. Can you uh, roll me a wits and awareness? Yeah. Evangeline? Wits. Awareness. Uh, two successes. Two successes. You also realize that you could call other witnesses if you wanted to. 
can I call myself to the stand? Uh, yeah, if it if it helps the case, yeah. Yeah. I, well, the only thing I, all is... All I'm saying is that, like, the first person that Val wanted to hurt was me. I think we need and to be... You, and you stepped in. Right. But if the crux of the issue is just the fact that she attacked the sheriff, the circumstances are going to be a bit harder to manage. Well, I've, I've said now that intent and value to the community is a determining factor here. So you can talk up how she's important and how she couldn't help it as well. Right. Well, I've been to a number of trials, so I'm sure this will be fine. Uh, Ryan. Yes. In uh, Everett's experience with like mortal law, I guess, as we would call it. <laughs> yeah. um, or as you and I might realistically call it, you and I have watched Law and Order. A little bit, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, for any witnesses brought on, there's an opportunity for cross-examination. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, would Everett be aware that that is the implied uh, uh, consequence of, for example, evan- uh, Evangeline being brought in as a witness that she would then be cross-examined by prosecution? I think this is a situation where you're aware that if you want to let these two cross-examine anything Alabaster Kane brings to the table, yeah. you're going to have to let him do the same. So it's a so calculated it's, risk. You yeah. can see him do his case if they don't object to anything, and then you could say that isn't allowed in this court. But it comes down to how you structure the trial. It's up to, like, how I believe these two will do against <laughs> a tried-and-true <laughs> trial lawyer. Yeah, trial lawyer. Oof. Wow, Tyler, I hear doubt in your voice. Yeah. Um, no, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> Wait, so, so what's Val's... We, I mean, we know the intent, right? The intent wasn't to kill. No, is... Are and, they and, and the, the intent case? initially was to, like, really, she attacked your parking spot and then she attacked me. And then, and then the sheriff said, well... No, let her attack me instead so that no one else gets hurt. Um, so, I mean, intent wasn't, you know, to to attack the sheriff. That wasn't It wasn't to intent. kill the sheriff. No, absolutely not. And then... If she wanted to kill me, she damn well could have. I mean, yeah. that's the that's the end of that. I, yeah. I organ, organized, with big air quotes, a brawl in the basement, told everyone else to leave. She finished it fully. She, I mean, she didn't come down with silver bullets. No. Yeah. Who hasn't organized a basement brawl? I, I don't know, uh, Doris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, saying, it's not an original is, idea. Doris, okay, could, you, well, <laughs> could you just, just for me, this doesn't even appear in the room necessarily. Could you tell me about two of the basement brawls you're aware that have been organized just somewhere in Vampire Land? <laughs> Because the way you said it means it's not just one. So <laughs> no, everybody does this when they're mad. Um, I think, okay, so I think there was one time in like the 1800s that Doris got um, uh, caught up in like some London gangs and she just found herself in an underground fighting pit and she had to fight off against this like giant dude and then she just kind of convinced him to just sit down and read tarot cards with her. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so like now she, yeah. So um, now she's like friends with the descendant of this man uh, from London. <laughs> and then the other one was maybe uh, 
when she was at Cleopatra's court and she decided that it might be a fun thing to do. And so they found a basement in the uh, hotel and um, she organized it. And uh, and there was no winner uh, because they all decided that uh, um, getting blood on their outfits was gross. <laughs> I like that not only does everybody do this, Doris has specifically organized this kind of event before. Yeah. This all speaks to me. So wonderful. It's Back so to lovely. scene. Thank you for right. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if they're, if they're trying to prove that she was trying to kill you. That is objectively incorrect. Right. Yeah. And it's up to you to make that point clear. However you Which two want to do yeah. that. I mean, sure. And and Everett's like constantly like looking out for Alabaster because obviously it's probably very bad to be caught speaking with the defense about this. Uh, Alabaster, uh, when you look out. Oh, can you roll me a per... Oh, God damn. There's got to be a perception equivalent in here. Is there just perception? Of course there isn't. Why would I want that? Uh, <laughs> wits and awareness. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Don't swear. It's a big pool. Just because you've been rolling... Like, remember, statistically, these have to get better for you one day. Mm -hmm. Statistically, yeah. Narratively, never going to happen. But statistically... Oh dear! You got this, buddy. One, two, four, four successes. Uh, you look out and see that Alabaster Kane is on the phone. Okay, perfect. Doris scowls. <laughs> Doris, <laughs> fine. Doris sees it. That's the fourth success. <laughs> Doris also sees it. <laughs> but Everett, that is a that is a concern for you. Because why is he making a call outside of this office for this case? Yeah. Uh, that was like in character ever. Like, what's going on? Um, uh, all right, you two figure this out. I'll be right back. And I want to go out and... Great. Alabaster Kane hangs up the phone the moment you come out the door and just smiles at you. Everything all right, Mr. Kane? Oh, yes. I'm looking forward to this trial. We'll be starting in... I don't know. Five minutes, says Barty coming up. <laughs> oh, God. And then he just goes over to his office door and starts trying to pull nails out with his hook hand <laughs> so that he can go into his office. I saw you were uh, on the phone there. Are there other matters that were keeping you from with this impromptu trial? Oh, no, I'm just preparing, making sure everything's ready for this trial. Preparing? Yes. I see. Can we? Are we expecting uh, additional witnesses or evidence? Well, I'm afraid that's a matter for trial because there is no discovery here. I see. <clears throat> All right, then. You've got to let a vampire keep his secrets. I suppose so. Everett says, thinking like I was just advising the defense on what to do. This <laughs> so is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is where you start to realize, technically, that's legal. You made so mm -hmm. few rules for this trial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, can you roll me a wits and awareness now? <laughs> I, why do I put the dice away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a gift to you, a gift to me. Here we go. Uh, three successes. Three successes. Uh, you look back mournfully when you realize you didn't have to tell the prosecution about intent or value to the community being important factors. Because if you had left that out, he would have just tried to prove that she did it. And I the defense see. could have walked. That's just 
You know, something you may have missed previously when you yeah. finally got that third success. Uh, cut two. So Everett, sadly, <laughs> stands like, there realizing how many more like, secrets he could have kept. I was just like, oh, yeah, this. I keep forgetting none of this shit has to be fair. Or, <laughs> it could just be whatever. Right. All right. I'm just going to tell Barty that she's innocent <laughs> just to himself. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile. Inside the jail. Val, how are you doing holding up in your cell? <laughs> Val's just sitting there, but eventually realizing this is probably going to happen fast. She's just like, hey, hey, kid, over to Will in the other cell by the door. Yeah, like, what is going on? Everybody has fucking guns. You're in jail. They changed the door out through the day and everyone was scared. <laughs> yeah, shit went bad. And, uh, well, if today doesn't go well, you might be getting out of that cell early. Wait, what's happening today? Like, what's going to happen? Apparently, instead of just putting me down, they're going to have a trial about whether or not they should... Wait, why Why would they put you down? You're like the boss. <laughs> that's, that's cute, Will. <laughs> <laughs> because I I lost it and attacked the sheriff, so... Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. And why did you do that? Yeah, another part of being a kindred that you hopefully don't have to learn is well, that sometimes you fucking lose control. Yeah, but I thought like sometimes people can like not lose control on whoever's around and then they like freak out on other people later. This is the point where you realize you're actually not talking in the sense to like a mortal who doesn't know. Will's grown up with yeah. vampires his whole life. So yeah, no. this is actually a good point for you where you're like, ooh, maybe need for trial. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, that's true. I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't control it that much, but I, you're right. Okay. Uh, if they find you guilty, do you think you could kill everybody and get out? <laughs> well, for you, I'll try. Okay. Oh. And like, if you need like a, a character witness or whatever, like I I would do it. Thanks, kid. Okay. Uh, and you just hear him go and like sit down, stressed out. <laughs> and Val won't say anything else. And outside, the officers drag together a whole new decorative room. There is the front desk of the office and the other desks have been set up to create a table for the defense and a table for the prosecution. And you're all brought out to begin the trial. And Barty says, okay, everybody knows what the fuck is going on. Uh, we're going to do a trial. It's going to start with the prosecution presenting. Then there's going to be a break. Then there's going to be the defense. Uh, and then we're going to make the judgment. Uh, it's going to be me as judge. And then the sheriff's also going to have a say. Uh, why don't you kick things off, uh, Mr. Prosecution? And Alabaster Kane says, yes, absolutely. And then he takes out his phone and sets it down on the table. And he says, and there's someone else who'd like to have a say in this little decision. Our prince, Lord Victor Tostarosa V. And you all realize that through the phone, the prince is in the room. And so begins the trial of Val Miller. 
This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan Laplante at The Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D E L B O R O V I C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J A H Z Z A R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Norma Byers, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.